the BRICS gold currency is being rolled out more aggressively now. Something's going to happen August 22nd. I don't know what it is, but it's probably going to be an announcement. Good afternoon. It's one o'clock where you are. It's 10 a.m. right now as we're recording this. I'm Vince Lansing. This is the Arcadia Economic Silver Fix. Hope everyone had a good 4th of July. I certainly did. Uh, overstuffed and, uh, and uh, overindulged over the holiday, let's say that. Normally, I will go through uh, today, uh, do something a little bit different. Normally, I'll go through how dots have been connected. Uh, I don't have connected dots that I have a whole new matrix of dots that I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, and uh, it's, it's, it's an outcropping of some research that I did. So over the last two weeks, I promised to put a lot more, uh, to do a, a deep dive into silver. And we did that. I, uh, I uh, formed a, a closer relationship with uh, Bai Xiaojin in uh, China, who's uh, professional in the solar industry uh, and well-versed in precious metals, specifically silver. And uh, we did a collaborative effect, a collaborative affair. And uh, there are several posts uh, on Goldfix to that effect. So if you sign up uh, for Goldfix, you'll get two weeks premium free so you can see it. We need to put a credit card in for that. That's uh, courtesy of, of Chris. Also, don't forget to like the post and uh, to sign up for more Arcadia Economics videos. All right, so here we go. So a couple, a couple, uh, I'll throw some dots at you. They're connected, but I haven't really seen, you know, the, the relationship yet. Okay, um, over the holiday weekend, we had several news items come out that were directly related to de-dollarization. Those were the BRICS gold currency is being rolled out more aggressively now. Something's going to happen August 22nd. I don't know what it is, but it's probably going to be an announcement. Uh, I don't know what the announcement will entail, but you should keep in mind that they're pressing their bets and the U.S. is kind of backing off right now. Uh, second, uh, over the weekend, Bloomberg uh, writes an article on silver shortage and solar demand, which is interesting because it came out the same time ours did. Uh, and uh, they're not related, but they are related because that's what's going on. That's that's what's going on in the world. Silver is coming to the uh, silver coming to the forefront. Reuters posted an article about India uh, using yuan for oil now. So all these things are BRICS asserting themselves and the U.S. laying back. And then the, the weekend was capped off with Yellen saying she's going to China, uh, kind of in a rush. So just keep that in mind. Dollar Death Watch is now in what I would call an important escalated part of the negotiation. I think I wrote that somewhere down here. When a developing event crosses some threshold beyond U.S. control, BRICS events, and the government cannot change the path it is on, the mainstream media press is mobilized. Write the stories now because we're going out there. We're going to start negotiating. That's what's going on. All right, next story. If you're looking for signposts or pressure points, depending on how you look at it, for uh, the dollar death as a uh, as a global reserve currency. I'm going to give you one that you can look at now. I'm not saying the dollar is not going to be global reserve currency. That's a title. I don't care about the titles. WBA, WBC, it doesn't mean anything to me. But in terms of dominant trade, it's waning, right? Well, after the trade has moved west, after you've heard me talk about this way, after the business has moved west, demand goes, I'm sorry, east. Demand goes east. Salesmen go east. Refineries go east. Vaults go east. Everything goes east except pricing power, which is in the West, 
denominated in dollars on COMEX. Well, that's going to change. So when I tell you that I'm seeing multiple exchanges with multiple contracts pop up now in the BRICS countries, as well as marketing by their products, of their products, I should say, you need to take that seriously. And no, not think, know that uh, the precious metals markets are going to be untethered from the dollar at some point soon. Now, are they going to be tethered to the yuan? Yes, gold will be. Uh, silver, not so much. Uh, we have to look more into that. But that's the bottom line. When you hear about an exchange listing something, you know, five years ago it would have been who cares? That's 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 BS. I got a microphone, by the way. I'm not even sure it's working. Um, and uh, but now it matters because these changes are are we're not coming back. We're not going back from them. So dollar death watch, it's on. Part of the two or three part, three part actually piece that I did with Bai was about silver. And uh, we talked about, in, in my attempt to find out more about the uh, supply side, you know, uh, how much silver is left, the whole peak silver concept that he had brought up, uh, I found out a lot more about the demand side. So uh, on the supply side, just to, just to throw it at you, on the supply side, the two major uh, silver producing countries in the world uh, or two of the major, China and Mexico, are running out. And you're going to hear more and more of that. Peak silver is going to become a meme. And uh, you can say that you heard it here first. But peak silver is going to become a meme. And um, and uh, and it's going to get a lot of traction. The people are going to use it to uh, tell you to buy silver. And you should. Uh, but you should buy silver before that news starts. I want to push back on that just to give you a little bit of you know caution. Uh, when there's demand for enough, something enough, new technologies are uh, developed to get at it. So the silver brown fields will probably be uh, uh, explored again. Anyway, but that's it, right? So there is a dwindling, an acknowledged dwindling of proven reserves in silver globally. China and Mexico are running out. Uh, and Mexico is nationalizing to uh, to protect what they have left. That's that's my point. Next, uh, if you want to know who's going to be controlling the price of silver going forward on the current trends, it's China. The pricing of silver is going to be determined by Chinese demand. Now, if their supply is dwindling, meaning they don't have as much to mine anymore, and their demand is increasing, it is, and they own, as the headline says, they dominate the solar silver supply chain then China is going to determine the price of silver, whether it's in dollars or yuan or, you know, hummels, who cares? It's going to be, it's going to be determined by Chinese demand, right? So the Chinese market for solar panels has exploded and they have, uh, I'd say, 70% of the supply chain, meaning, let me get to that, where's that picture? It's in there somewhere, right? Well, here's a nice little picture for you. Uh, here's China's demand. Here's China's supply. China's supply. And Mexico, right? Dwindling, dwindling. The U.S. is going to start drilling for it more. Anyway, that's a nice little map for you there. This is the, this is the picture that, that matters for us. China mines silver. Every, a lot of other people do too. But China mines silver. And they're running out of it. They refine the silver. 
They make it into, well, they don't make it into powder. They get the powder from us, from Japan, actually. They make it into paste. They own 70% of that market share, 50 to 70%. Solar cells and solar panels, 70 to 90% of that market share. Installation, well, unless they're coming to your house to install them, uh, they're, they're, they're on that area. But the point is, the solar supply chain is the silver refining chain. And China now owns every value-added section of that chain, except for powder, and that'll come. So that's something to pay attention to. Bloomberg. So this kind of caught my attention because one of the things that I worry about, uh, not worry about, but one of the things I'm aware of is that when demand for a commodity goes up, technology, technological applications are developed to use it more efficiently. So instead of using an ounce of silver for a solar panel, they'll use a half an ounce because they figure out ways to apply it thinner. An example of that would be as we get better at using silver in terms of spreading thinner coats, you're going to start seeing silver, you could start seeing silver in uh, windshield defrosters. And they're better than copper because, obviously because it's silver versus copper, but it also reflects the sun. You can put it as a film, a transparent film, and uh, it's going to be heating and cooling and good for de-icing. And you know, the electro conductivity is better than copper. Now, the reason that that hasn't happened already is because silver is expensive, but as they get better, at applying thinner and thinner layers, uh, you're going to be able to use it more and more in industry. And that's one of the things that I was watching for years. I bring that to this. I was curious if solar is going to be more efficient, you know, where we're using a thinner paste, we're using a smaller amounts. Uh, and, and, and so the pushback on that is, uh, as they get more efficient, we'll use less silver. And my pushback to that has always been, yes. And the better, the more efficiency we create in uh, using silver, meaning we use less of it, then more people will get it. So you basically, you, if you thin the application out and it still works, you increase the demand because you make it more affordable for everyone. And that's the whole idea of scalability. So that's where I was. I was like, okay, fine. I don't care about how efficient they get on it. It's just more and more people are going to buy it. Kind of like computers, you know. The lower in price computers there are, the more computers are bought. So the lower in price, uh, the lower the lower silver quantity you have to use, uh, that many more are, are going to be bought. So it's it's going to it's going to more than offset because of the demand. Now I was satisfied with that, and then Bloomberg comes out with a story on the weekend: the world's appetite for solar panels is squeezing silver supply. I'm like, okay, Bloomberg headline, whatever cares, right? Right, but more efficient cells require greater amounts of the metal. Well, yeah, the solar industry is actually going for more, for better energy efficiency, not better silver efficiency. So they want, this is very cool, right? But I'm thinking when you make something, you wanna cut costs, you use less silver, right? They're thinking we wanna cut costs and that cost is, uh, the power of uh, the cost of using carbon or the cost of using other types of energy. So that means more silver means more solar means less carbon. And I'm like, I'm all for that. That's great. So so the model that I'm looking at right now is wrong. And that model is the, the correct model is they're going to use more silver to get better efficiency on the product. So solar demand for silver is rising. Solar is a great example of how inelastic demand for silver is. That's right. That's right. I should get in touch with this guy. 
Solar industry has evolved to become more efficient with small using smaller amounts of silver, but that's now changing. That's my point. The solar industry has evolved to become much more efficient with using small amounts of silver. And all that does is it increases applications, it increases demand, it increases use. Right. The standard passivated emitter and rear contact cell will likely be overtaken in the next two or three years by tunnel oxide passivated contact and heterojunction structures, according to Bloomberg NEF. While perk cells, the current cells that are popular, need about 10 milligrams, top con cells require 13 milligrams and heterojunction 22 milligrams. They produce more energy, so they're worth it in their mind. Uh, now, Silver starting to look tight. It was flat last year. Even as demand rose nearly by a fifth, and that's because of scrap coming out. The trouble for silver buyers is that cranking up supply is far from easy, given the rarity of primary mines. Right now, eighty percent of silver comes from mining lead, zinc, copper, and gold products. One of the largest zinc mines in the world is shutting down now, and it's probably for a labor problem. But you know, if you're not mining zinc, you're because zinc is too cheap. If the price of zinc goes down enough. There's less silver as a byproduct. So just keep that in mind, you know. Uh, all right, so here's a silver demand is growing faster than supply. Why they are pulling this down, I don't know. But that, if they are pulling this down, it's probably because they're looking at the China slowdown. Silver coins, demand is down in silver coins right now. But, you know, this is the time of year when people are not going to be buying that. This is the summer. Uh, you're not going to see a lot of demand out of that. Premiums are also coming, and we'll talk about that. The final thing I wanted to touch on, just to give you, just to give you a nice little, little well-rounded, diversified thing here is this weekend, or or the 13th of June, actually, Toyota announced that uh, they've made some sub substantive gains in efficiency in uh, solid-state batteries. This is not a comment on silver right now, but as solid-state batteries get more efficient, you're going to see them. Uh, consider alternatives like silver, but silver increases efficiency. Now, I just want to bring this up that, you know, if this is not silver-based, okay, but I think you need to hear it. Do you remember in the 2000s, if you're old enough, uh, when SUVs took off? SUVs took off because of uh, some changes in, in, in technology and some changes in in, in in regulatory and, and emission standards. Well, that's gonna happen with EVs now. I'm not saying it's gonna be Tesla. I'm not, I don't know what company to pick, but I'm saying that if Toyota's battery is good, and I believe it is, I talked to a, an executive in Japan, not a Toyota executive, a guy who's gonna be buying batteries from Toyota for his high-end English cars uh, that he sells. Anyway, Toyota had fallen behind the curve uh, in terms of EVs. You know, Tesla was was ahead of it, uh, but now they are focused on batteries. And this battery, I believe, is if it is not the one, it is the generation away from the one that will create broad EV uh, adoption. So uh, pay attention to that. You'll see it more. You'll see. Toyota be the battery provider. You'll see Tesla be the power source generator. You'll see, you know, you'll, you're going to start seeing things like that. And in the background, you're going to see someone start talking about silver because silver is the best electroconduct conductivity uh, metal on earth, right? There's, not, there's no substitute 
for silver. There really isn't. And when it gets to that point, you're going to see silver crop into the conversation. So that's it. I wanted to share all that with you. Let's look at the markets for a second. All right. So here we go. We had a nice couple, nice, nice week here. This is nice. I like this. This is the proper type of buying. Again, what did I say before? Don't get excited below this. Below this, we get into it, we can run. And what did we do last time? We got into it, we ran, we got into it, we ran below. Right? We went through it again. Boom. We failed. I think we failed at one point. I was looking to get back into it. Anyway, we're, we're right below it again. So we failed. That's what we fell right here, right below it again. So don't be looking for anything major in pricing right now. However, as we approach August 22nd, you're probably going to see some speculative buying come in because of the BRICS announcer, whatever that is. I'm not sure what that announcement's going to be. But the yuan will be backed by a basket, implicitly or explicitly, of non-perishable commodities. And the two at the top of that list are gold and silver. We're probably going to see some other metals in there too. Gallium, beryllium, who knows, unobtainium. But you're going to see that. The currencies are going to be commodity currencies, which will cause a war between us and them, uh, a money war. Anyway, it's 1031. I'm Vince. Have a great day. And uh, silver is up 15 cents, 23 bucks. Keep an eye on silver premiums. If the silver premiums continue to come in as, oh, silver vault activity. The vault activity is significant now. And, and I, I don't ignore it, but I don't pay attention to it as much as I used to. But the activity is significant now because you're seeing chunks of 3 million go in and out. And 3 million is the number. 3 million is the number that you physically can move in a day in silver, more or less. If you see 10 million, that's not real. 3 million, 3 million, 1.5 million. 3 million is the most you can move. If someone's moving 3 million, that means they're moving 3 million. They're not just throwing a sheet over or just changing the accounting. So the behavior in the vault is as if someone is using the vault as a conduit to take delivery of silver. Uh, that's because we have open contracts that are coming up in July. So what, what I mean by that is the silver vault's probably not going to empty. What's going to happen is they'll use it as a flow through. You know, 3 million in, registered, 3 million out. And someone will take delivery. That's what's going to happen. They want to kind of, that, remember that bottle I showed you before with a little bit of juice in the bottom of it? That's the juice that they'll never drink out. We'll just keep using it as a flow through. So keep that in mind when you see silver activity. You see the number 3 million, 2.7, 2.8, anything 3 million or slightly under, that's real and it's moved. If it's 500,000, who cares, right? But one and a half million, even you don't care about that. You see 3 million, that's serious player money moving silver around. You see 6 million, that's bullshit. It's probably two days or 3 million that they forgot to add up. There's a lot of shenanigans going there. Have a great day.